Hello everyone, I'm Miss Jenny R. Jones, and you're listening to Once and For All. And so today, we finally have our interview questions that my husband and I are going to do for you guys. You are going to get to formally meet him on the podcast. So, husband, introduce yourself. Alright, so, everybody knows I'm a husband. Um, I've been a husband now for a year. <laughs> I enjoy it, and um, <laughs> I'm ready to... Let's get things on a roll here, guys. Just willing to spill within my wife's podcast in order for you guys to kind of gauge about where we both are mentally and if I'm mentally stable or if I'm not a person at all. You would get married to Virginia. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's see what we got going on. Anyways, first question How do we meet? Well, I used to work at a parts store, and uh, little Miss Jenny came in, needed some parts, and, um, you know, we had a friend who pretty much drew the bridge for us to actually come into contact with each other, and um, I fixed her car up for, you know, a little bit. I didn't fix it completely. I had to fix it just a little bit so I can get her to come back for me to fix it again. And then at that point we get some type of consistency going, and that's how we like bond, start the relationship. Okay, it's it's funny hearing like your spouse talk about like these questions, um, because even though that is true, I would like describe that in a different way. Like I'll be more specific, because I feel like the story is like very theatrical, and like how you know. Our friend, she um, she was the one who was originally helping me at the store. And then I asked her if she could um, put this, what was it? The uh, windshield, wiper reservoir, windshield wiper fluid reservoir in my car. And she was like, no, I don't know how, but this young man over here, he can help you. And I was like, you know, and then he like looks over at me and it's just, you know, crazy and like the beginning of an era and i'm just like you know it's more theatrical right (laughs) so question number two what is the biggest difference the marriage has brought to our lives um i mean just like i don't know i was really kind of mature when i was single i wasn't really out in the streets for real and i really was just chilling you know i like i enjoyed to just chill i enjoyed it to just relax and ever since we got married it's just like yeah i get to chill but i don't get to really relax like i used to i got somebody already always telling me oh you have the cover you're taking my cover (laughs) stop cuddling me you do take the covers it's just I'm just a lot more independent, well, a lot more unindependent now. Like she just depends on me, and <laughs> she definitely puts the pressure on me, and I definitely feel as if I cannot fail. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that you're a natural problem solver, so you don't fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say that the biggest difference that marriage has brought to my life, um, yeah, I mean, I guess similar to that, like. 
the life that I was living when I was single was so different than the life I'm living now. Like I for one, I was working like a, like a formal job and I pretty much quit my job right after we got married. And it was definitely before we got married, but no. Well, oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Before we got married, I was I had stopped working for a little bit, but remember we we both started working at the salon right after we got married. Mm. So we were doing that for a while, and then, um, and then you went to do your other jobs, um, and then once he got stabilized at another job, then I left the workforce pretty much completely. Um, so there was that, and then. Like, I don't know, because I was, like, one of the first ones in my friend group to get married. The It's hard to be friends with non, non-married non people when you're married because they want to do different stuff. And they're on, like, they're on a different wavelength, which is, like, you know, if you as a single person are trying to always hang out with married people, like, there's their life is just different. So I kind of had, like, distanced myself from my non-married friends, and which was most of them. Um, especially if they weren't interested in even a serious relationship, they just were just kind of like wanted to be out. So there was that, um, we moved. So there was, you know, I had to move. Um, I mean, so much overhaul, um, that marriage brought to my life, but I probably think that one of the biggest things is working is that I don't work a regular, regular job anymore. Next question. What's one thing you wish you could go back and change about our wedding? Um, I would just up the attendance. That's all. I would have like more people there. Yeah, definitely. That's all. Just have like more people there, and then like everything else was just super legit. Everything was great. You know, it was very formal. I would just have. I wouldn't have it on like a Thursday, or we had it on some weekday. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was on a Friday. That might be the case, but I don't even. The reception was on a Thursday. Yeah. I would just have more people there. That's all. Yeah, I definitely feel like that. Because it was like, like, what, not even 20 people? No, it was around 20 people. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, cause this, is, this was, uh, we got married in 21. So this was like, you know, pretty much still in the full swing of COVID. So, mm-hmm. you know, people were like, oh, you know, don't get married. Wait to get married. Have a, you know, backyard wedding type thing. So, we were motivated by that. And then it's just a lot cheaper because marriages, as soon as you add, oh, this is for a wedding, like everything goes up. Like, you know, flowers that would normally be like $5 and now $25 because you say, oh, I need it for a wedding. Or So we really want to avoid all of that. So, um, but in hindsight, what I would have liked to do is, um, I, I would have liked to have a bigger wedding, like have it be more elaborate and like more um, traditional. Like, I would have liked to have, like, an actual, like, ball gown type dress and been at a church, things like that. So, I don't know. Whenever we renew our vows, that would be probably something that I would like to do is have it be a bit more traditional. What is the number one tip? Oh, what is your number one tip for dating couples? Um, I don't know. You know, I would try to do things. I would try to do things right. And I would try to. You know, just, just be ask questions, like just open the door, you know, don't really be shy about what this person might answer you. Like ask some pretty important stuff like like credit score and oh, yeah. debt, because Jenny has a lot of that. And <laughs> I could have asked her ahead of time. I told you. You told me you had a lot of debt? 
Yeah, remember? Because I was like, oh, we shouldn't get married right now because I want to pay off my debt. And mm. and and what he did, what he conveniently left out was how, oh, don't worry about it. I got you. We can, we can just go ahead and get married. Mm. Okay. Just blinded by love. Yeah. <laughs> Love definitely is like a high plague, you know, <laughs> terrible. So I don't know. It's just like I would just, I would just, you know, I would just be more serious, you know. I would just be more. Don't put into that person though so much that you feel as now you have wasted your time because like that's the thing about society now. It's like when something goes wrong inside a relationship. These people are always like, oh, you wasted my time and I just feel like my time is wasted. Well, don't give your time up, you know, like focus on yourself still because you're you're in a relationship. But until you are married, you're single. Yeah. So focus on yourself and be single and don't give into all of your time into something that you feel as if it will be you will feel bad if you were to do if it didn't work out. Yeah. Like, don't make your girlfriend your end-all, be-all. Yeah. And, you know, don't start overhauling your whole life for your girlfriend. Right. And then in in two years, it's like, oh, I, I, uh, I, I, um, you know, I had a job offer in Michigan, and that would have been the best job ever, but I didn't take it because I wanted to be with you, and now we're not together. Yeah. You know, stuff I've like that. I've seen that before, too. Somebody <laughs> really moved somewhere because of some woman. And then, like, they didn't work out. Now, homeboy was just going through it. Right. So, what's the next question? Uh, the next one is, what is your number one tip for engaged couples? Pretty much same thing. You know, if you're engaged, just, like, you're still single, you know? You're just single with a little dingle on you. Like, got a little bling bling in your finger now. <laughs> so, it's really just, like, don't really put that much into the wedding, you know? Like... That's the number one thing with these engaged couples. They'll be engaged for like two, three years, and and their excuse will be like, "Oh, we're saving up for some extravagant wedding." Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, how about you don't do that? How about you get engaged, <laughs> announce it, you know, get married, so you're doing everything right in the eyes of God, and then it's just like have your extravagant wedding, you know, you know, in a later time. Yeah. Um, on a later occasion, when you feel as if you get engaged, you would be engaged for four months. You'll be engaged for four years. Then get married as soon as possible if you're serious. If you guys are, you know, like that, and then do your little wedding. You know, just don't put that much bread into the wedding. Honestly, it's just where I where I where I'm at with the thing. Like people go into debt for weddings. They go into debt for wedding rings. They go into debt for these things that. Of course, matter, but it's just like society. Society has brought a weight, brought like it's pretty much took God out of the whole wedding process, and pretty much just took, you know, took it upon themselves to have this and to for this to mean this and just status. Dude. They made everything yeah. just about status here nowadays. Yeah, it's not because, I mean, people, they put so much effort, like, you know, like you just said, people are engaged for like three, four years because, oh, we have to save up for this elaborate wedding. And it's like, and they're married for eight minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe if you had put half as much effort as you put into your wedding, into your marriage, then you would have had a better union. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree. Um, 
definitely just like keep your priorities straight. And uh, like kind of leapfrogging off of that, I would say my number one tip to engage couples is to remember that you can still walk away. Like if you are engaged to someone and you feel like, okay, like things are great, you know, we're going to get married. And then all of a sudden, like you find out that he's addicted to pornography or something crazy. Like, don't think, oh man, like we already paid for the venue, so I got to go through with it. No, <laughs> you could still run out, you know, it's okay. It, it'll, it'll be embarrassing. Don't get me wrong. Especially like if you already like told everybody and like pay for stuff, but I mean, marriage is serious. Marriage is a lifelong commitment and you don't want to take that lightly by any stretch. So you want to make sure that the person that you're about to devote your whole life to is serious and properly vetted. And you don't want to have any second guessing. You don't want to be doubting. I mean, of course, you might, you might doubt second guess at certain times in your life and your, in your marriage. That's, I guess that's normal. But, you know, you want to feel very secure with this person. So you want to know, like, you know, like Maria was saying, like, hey, like, you know, you don't have any kids running around out here, do you? Like, really make sure. <laughs> Just, you know, you want to make sure that this person is who you think they are and that you're not just like, okay, well, I've already, I've already told, you know, grandpa Joey and he's, you know, coming down for the wedding. Like, no, like you can still back out if you find out something crazy. Mm-hmm. And what is your number one tip for um, married couples? I don't know. I'm barely married myself. So <laughs> oh my gosh. As a tip would go, I'd just say, I don't know, man. Like, marriage is tough. Honestly, it's just it's very <clears throat> it's very hard, and it's just like I don't know. Just just remember to play your roles. You know, like just keep your your role at the top priority of the things to do as far as following the marriage. Like the role for the man, of course, is to love love your wife, and the role for the wife is to respect your husband and. Don't get things twisted, you know, mm-hmm. like, the world really, when the wife makes more money than the man, then the the, the woman's ego gets now fed, and it just messes up, it just messes up the whole way that things are supposed to really go. Yeah. So, with that being said, it's just like, just try to do things as God has made you to do, and, you know, men, just... You got to be the head of the household or else, you know, the statistics skyrocket upon what infidelity these marital relationships to, to where the woman makes more than the man and just skyrockets. So, I mean, just try to like, you know, keep it, keep it kosher. Just keep it, keep it aligned with, with the right. Yeah. Yeah, and that can be definitely hard, especially, like, in, in today's economy, you know. Yeah, it's way easier, trust me, it's way easier said than done. <laughs> but, like, just, I don't know, man, just, just try it out, you know. Like, you guys, don't be all, have your wife all burned out, you know, working long hours, and you can't work long hours. You both can't work long hours, you know. You got to make time for each other. You got to have some type of schedule and some type of flow, mm-hmm. you know, because you two can get worn out from society. You know, I know personally I deal with, I don't really like being around people or like talking to people that much. Like I, I like to be very minimal, you know, I don't really like to 
be all chit chatty and like it kind of just drains me when I have to speak to people and just the like, you know, the hey, how you're doing thing. And, you know, it's really kind of like a drag for me. So it's like by the time I get home, it's just like I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do anything. I just want to crawl in my bed and, you know, get on the game or watch basketball. Like I just don't really enjoy to talk, you know. So, okay. don't burn yourself out. So, in 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 short, just just don't burn yourself out. Yeah. And um, going off of that, I could I mean I would say that it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, when you're dealing with problems and when you're going through things, just remember that you know this too shall pass. If if you have the right attitude. You know, which goes back to self-efficacy. If you haven't listened to that episode, then be sure to do that. But, you know, things are going to be hard. And I think, like, I don't know. I, I was, because I was thinking about my answer going over it when he was talking. And I was thinking that maybe the answer I wanted isn't as good an answer as I could have had. And I think a better answer would be is to have reasonable expectations for your marriage. Because um, I feel like one thing that people don't expect is that they're going to fight or that they're going to not fight, quote-unquote, as much as they do when they're married. And from all the marriages that I've seen, and, you know, successful marriages, like people who are still currently married after years and decades, is that they fight. And that's okay. And I think that, you know, we have this idea that, uh, you know, I'm going to marry this right person, and that we're not going to fight. And I think that that's just really harmful and damaging to the long term of your marriage, because, you know arguments and disagreements and squabbling can be beneficial because they allow the other person to see where you're coming from and you're just you're exchanging ideas and you're working things out and you're you're both imperfect people so you know things might get heated but I don't think that you should have this expectation of like we're not gonna fight um or we're not gonna fight in front of our kids or whatever like I think it's important to Keep things in perspective. Keep things at a reasonable level expectation. And remember that it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And that the goal is to be married once and for all, if you will. <laughs> and the, the the finish line is is death. So, you know, keep that in mind and just remember that, okay, like, he's really getting on my nerves. She's really annoying. But, you know, we're going to work this out and that we're going to push through. Um, what is your favorite thing about your spouse, Mario? Um, my spouse is, uh, I just like how, I like that you're kind sometimes and you're nice sometimes. You're never (laughs) always something, but like, sometimes you can be kind and sometimes you can just be sweet. And I enjoy that. (laughs) I appreciate that. Mm Mm-hmm. I say my favorite thing about you. Oh my goodness, there's so many to choose from. How do I just list one? <laughs> um, my favorite thing about you, I'd probably say, and I say this all the time to him. Um, but the fact that he's a problem solver, um, he just has like a mind for like seeing things from different perspectives, which I think is interesting. Like I'll look at a situation and I'm like. I don't see how this could be fixed or I don't understand. And then he comes and he's just like, oh, well, you should just do this. 
And it's like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And I just find that really convenient because, I don't know, it's like, what's the point of having a husband if he can't fix stuff and he can't do stuff? And, like, what are you here for? So, yeah, I definitely find that to be valuable. And I think it's just really interesting. Like, or, like, I'll, I'll talk to you and, like, you'll just... I'll ask you about something that I feel like is just, like, very plain and, like, you know, everyone I know has a certain opinion on it, and then you'll give me this ultimate opinion. It's like, hmm, never thought about it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, I like the fact that you're just a problem solver and that you, um, and that you're very handy. Oh, you're very, I guess being helpful slash handy and being a problem solver all kind of go hand in hand. But, yeah, I really appreciate that. Like, you can work on cars and... You can, um, you know, fix things around the house, all types of stuff. So that's really convenient. Um, what's one thing you hope to say about our marriage on your deathbed? Oh, we have a long time until that. You know, we only get married a year, but <laughs> answer that. One thing I would hope to say about our marriage on. Oh, your deathbed was just that, I don't know, you know, it's hard to just, one thing to say about your, our marriage. Mm -hmm. You want me to say one thing, and we could be married for 40 years, and I'm supposed to just say one thing? <laughs> well, what's, what's the idea, or what's something that you hope that you could say about it? Like, it was, you know, like, it was, it was good, or? I want to say, let's just say... I don't know. It's, I don't really know. That's a tough one. Like, I just, of course, I was like, I don't know. Our marriage is okay, you know? I'm like, it's not perfect. And it's very tough and challenging. Yeah. So, I guess what I'd like to say is just that it was worth it. Ooh. Okay. I like that. You want to be able to say that it was worth it? Yeah. It's like, because it's tough and it's hard, so and I want all this hard work to be, you know, accounted for something. Yeah, you want to see the fruit of your labor. Pretty much. I got you. I'm, I guess mine is similar to that, is that I want to be able to say that I tried. Like, I really want to be able to say that, like, look back on my marriage and, I mean, look back on my life as a whole and be able to say that I didn't just let life happen to me. I didn't just, you know, ride. I didn't just... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't just like a passenger in my life. Like, I want to be able to say that I really tried. I really gave 110% of myself to this that, you know, that I I really gave it my all. Like, I I want to, because I mean, I think that it's, because the Bible says that, you know, whatever you put your hand to, do it for like, you know, the the good of God or something like that. So I want to do that. Like, I have put my hand to this marriage, and I want to be able to say that I really tried. Like, I gave all my effort. I, I read all the books that I, you know, all the self-help books. I read all the marriage books. I watched the videos that I really tried, and I put in everything I had. So, I want to be able to say that. Is there anything else you'd like to add or shout out? Um, well, I just appreciate the whole Once and For All program for allowing me to come up here and, <laughs> and I'll elaborate, you know, about how I feel about marriage. Um, the whole Once and For All movement, I do just appreciate it, and I'm just thankful that you guys have actually let me come here and 
chit chat and just conversate, you know. I appreciate it. <laughs> anytime, sir. Anytime. All right, guys. Um, and then, you know, I'm going to talk to you next time. And whatever I have to say, I'll shout it out then. But let me know what you guys think about this episode. And let me know um, um, how you guys would answer some of these questions. And I'm Miss Jones. And I'm going to talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.